Welcome to the Champions of Change podcast from Capital One. My name is Sonia Barlow. I'm an award-winning diversity business coach, motivational speaker, and founder of the LMF Network. And in this series, I'll be chatting with the engineers, managers, and directors who are redefining what it means to be a woman in technology. Today's episode is about balancing a career in tech with being a parent. I'm joined by Stacey Nutt-Brown, software engineer, Shama Hamid, software engineering manager in Hongli, also a software engineering manager. Thank you for all taking part. Now, here's a bit of insight to get us started. 13% of people in 2020 surveyed through the Women in Tech report claimed that they would be put off working in the tech sector due to the lack of flexibility for working mums. Returnships give women the opportunity to return after a break and build the skills they need to go back to their senior roles rather than having to start again. In a survey, 38% of respondents agreed that returnships were extremely beneficial. Research data, the news, the media has also told us that women were the most negatively impacted during COVID-19, having to balance their careers, homeschooling and figuring it out. I know at the start of the pandemic, I shared a post on LinkedIn about how we can balance our routine and discounted the experience of mothers. I had a number of mothers contact me saying, well, you think our workday starts at nine, but really our workday starts at five. And it really made me think twice about not only just being a mother, but my lack of education understanding as a woman about what other women go through whilst they are both pregnant and on mat leave and returning to work. Shama, how was it starting a new role during the pandemic? And what can you share from your experience that can possibly educate us, especially those who don't have care of responsibilities or kids? Um, Sonia, I can say that starting this new job in the pandemic was probably the hardest thing that I feel I have done in my career. Um, it was a whole new way of working in a company where I did not know anyone. Um, just having to meet everyone for the first time on Slack and Zoom was difficult. Having to build relationships was difficult. And with the pandemic in the background, I had two children at home, homeschooling. Um, They were not used to being at home. I was like, do I sort out them arguing or do I carry on with my meetings? Um, So it took took a bit of getting used to. And, you know, we slowly worked out a routine and I'm lucky that my children are older than um, other parents who had like, you know, maybe under six year olds who can't homeschool by themselves. Mine were like older primary school children. So in theory, they were more independent. Um, But still, it's it's definitely not an experience that I think I actually want to repeat. I love that. Well, I think it's also good in the sense that you get to educate them early about technology right get them used to working this way and saying this is what mother does and this is what you can do as well so thank you so much Stacey what about yourself did you return to work during the pandemic or did you start a new job during the pandemic so I I returned to work during the pandemic Um, I returned in September 2020 Um, I was coming back to Capital One uh, had been at Capital One for a few years beforehand so it it was nerve-wracking um, in lots of respects, but I was actually very lucky in lots of respects. Whilst I was joining in a pandemic, I was joining in a company I was already at. 
I already knew a good chunk of the people. I knew which team I was coming back into. And whilst it was a new team, it was made up of a number of people that I already knew. So it was kind of, it's always daunting. I think oh, it's always going to be daunting coming back from a, a long extended leave. But um, I do feel like I got quite an easy ride there. Um, but I can certainly um, understand from sort of what Sharma is saying around children's ages. So my little boy was a year old. Um but he was at the childminders full time. So whilst I was coming back off maternity leave and obviously, you know, that idea of getting up at 5am and the workday starting at 5am, um, I'd like to be fair to my husband, it starts for both of us at 5am. But um, yeah, it, it does start pretty early. But other than that, you know, we'd drop him off at the childminders and then I'd actually be able to focus on work. So whilst it was daunting coming back, um, I actually potentially really did have an easier ride than people uh, homeschooling. I genuinely could not imagine trying to balance having kids literally at home and trying to somehow do a full, full-time job. I love that. Thank you so much. Hong, what about yourself? What has your experience been just being a, being a mom during the pandemic, having a full-time job and being a senior manager as well? I mean, that comes with its own responsibilities, I can assume. I think I would say I'm the lucky one. So my kids are a lot older. Um, and so they don't need that much care from me. But all I can say is thinking about the days when they were little and we both struggled. My husband was really hands on that. I, I really appreciated you that. Yes, definitely. We need to give the husbands some credit or much more credit than what we have. It has been said. So, um, so all I can say is I can only imagine what they're going through, have two full-time jobs together at the same time. Yeah, it's really, really difficult. So, and I guess from my side would be because personally I went through that stage with a slightly easier situation than now. So I can fully emphasize what they go through. So I do give a lot of support and the, the, to the peers and, the flexibility they want. So there's no question like the core hours, if somebody disappears for half day and that everything is normal, that sort of a culture is deeply embedded in the team. Like you don't need to ask for permissions to do anything. All you need to do is tell us, I need to be out this time, that's it. And then I can catch up, whatever. Um. Just to echo what Hong has said, I mean, I have to say, having joined Capital One a year ago, um, I love the culture. I love how normal it is for people to say, we have to stop at 3.30, I have to go on the school run. And everyone right down, like up from directors down to, you know, associates, um, do it. it. It's normalized. And the only reason like I'm working right now is because I had managers in the past who gave me that flexible working even, you know, if the company wasn't that kind of company. And I decided that, you know, when I became a manager, I was going to make sure that, you know, my team had that support. And Capital One makes it so easy to provide that support because that culture is so normalized here. I was thinking about the question of what can companies do, um, you know, to help. And as I was thinking about it, I thought, um, you know, when you look, on LinkedIn, you people celebrate new hires, people celebrate promotions. And, and yet, you know, we're not at the moment celebrating a woman returning from maternity leave. And if you think about it, 
that woman returning from maternity leave has put in way more effort to even turn up and sit at that desk, you know, than a lot of other people. And we need to recognize that and we need to celebrate that and we need to make it so normal that people don't question, like, if I go on maternity leave, you know, will my company treat me the same when I come back? And when you see it being celebrated, just like we celebrate all the other things we do, then I think that, you know, it, it will sort of come into our psyche that it's, it's okay and it's, it's accepted and normal. And Stacey, if I can invite you into the conversation, what do you think about celebrating those who come back from mat leave? And what kind of celebration do you think we should have? If we could uh, go on and, and tell everyone this is one thing we should be doing, what do you recommend? I think I'd not really given it too much thought until Sharma had mentioned it, but it really is a good point. We, I think Capital One does a great job of it, actually. I, I did feel like when I came back off maternity leave, um, there was no kind of question mark of, um, will, will she be able to do it? Um, oh, should we ease her in gently? That, that kind of thing. But I know a lot of people that have experienced that. I know a lot of people where their companies have looked at them and, and gone, well, you've been off for a year, so you'll have forgotten how to do it. Um, you'll have, and, and there were a lot of kind of negatives around that where you, you start thinking about it and you start thinking, if someone came from another company, then they know nothing about this company. They have their job specific skills. That's what we've hired, but they actually have no experience of the company. And then you look at all of these women returning from maternity leave who potentially have years and years of experience in role, job-specific skills, company experience. You know, there's a lot there. But then we go, oh, but they have been away for three months, six months, a year, um, and potentially get get sort of um, treated differently as a result, as though they maybe won't be up to the bar anymore. So, you know, what does that celebration look like? I mean... I think Sharma's ideas are, are kind of great, really, is just, hey, we've got someone coming back from maternity leave. Let's let's remember all the fantastic things that they are bringing to the company rather than remembering that they've maybe got a slight gap in in their kind of tenure. Absolutely. And I believe that one thing it really does amplify is this feeling of imposter syndrome. I talk to a lot of mothers, right? And they say, well, actually, the stats tell us that 70% of people suffer from imposter syndrome and of those 70 stats tell us that six out of 10 women suffer from imposter syndrome and majority of them being mothers because you're put into this box that you never asked for to say well actually now you're incompetent or you're incapable or you have this gap that we can't fill and it doesn't make any sense and when you combine that with the old boys network which predominantly was hey well actually the decisions are made at the pub after work or early morning at golf, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, as somebody who doesn't have kids, and if I'm being really honest here, the experiences of mothers during the pandemic has kind of put me off. At least it's delayed my approach to having kids. And I'm not quite sure what to make of it. And so I guess I'm also in this conversation to learn and to feel reassured that actually if I was to have a child, that break in my CV won't necessarily hinder my progression but maybe it will enhance it. Hong I'd love to invite you on to get your reflection points on this because I know how passionate you are about changes these experiences for for return to work parents. Yeah I'm very passionate in this topic uh, through my own personal experience 
I'm actually I advocate the whole idea, and women should be welcome, especially the women returning back to Korea. And there's many, many reasons. I mean, the first reason I can think about is now we're doing so much work to establish the culture to encourage the young women get into technology, and then yet we ignore the people, the women who's got a wealth of knowledge and skill set, and it's only because they had a very short gap and they be completely forgotten. So, and I think from my personal experience is that、uh, you know there are so many. There's so much work we need to do in that area. To first one to start with is that to make the 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 woman the moms welcoming, to give them the support. You know they have lots of worries. How I'm going to fit? I think they worry more than anybody else. Like how I'm going to. The first thing worried is that what my skill set would be like, because in technology is rapidly. Changing industry, it's not like teaching, not like nursing. It doesn't change it that much. If you're out for six months, a year, lots of things changed. And my experience is, I took the four years break. So when I came back, I never experienced that lots of things I never heard it before. It was it, it didn't I, I didn't have any experience, but I do have a lot many many years of the programming skills, you know, the software industry skills. And I feel like that is the things it takes a long time to build, and they stay with me. And in terms of a celebration, and I think that's definitely that should be another thing to be part of the culture, you know, to set to recognize the people. The mainly for me is to recognize the woman who's got a wealth of the skill sets and the and the knowledge, and have confidence in them. You know, have a short break; it's not the end of the world. They will. They have the ability and the determination to go back to be the same as their peers, the male peers, or the people who's have who didn't have the breaks. And if you compare it to a career break, if you compare it to a gap year, if you compare it to a, I got tired and I was burnt out and I just wanted three months to go travel the world. You don't have the same stigma. You don't have the same criticism. For some reason, for some reason, if you're a mom, you've forgotten everything. And you know what? You don't know anything except how to be a mum, how to feed a kid, and you're incompetent. And I think, personally, as someone who identifies as South Asian, I have already felt like the other in technology. And I think the issue is, though times are changing, and it's great that we're having this conversation. I just don't want to feel like the other of the other if I was to have a baby and come back. And that that itself is 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 a crazy thought, but it really became. True. Once again, about a month ago, I was delivering a workshop for a company, and one of the most senior execs on the board said, "Well, I don't know why moms need a private room. If they want to do something, they can do it in the meeting rooms." And the response from a mother on the call was, "Well, that room is made of glass." And he said, "Well, I don't understand. I don't see it being a problem. Like, if you want a room, I'm sorry, we can't give that to you." And I just thought in my head. Well, there's so many reasons why people want privacy. I have migraines. I want privacy for that. You may want to meditate. You may want to pray. Mothers clearly have their own experiences that they're going through, which someone who isn't a parent might not understand. And so, my question, therefore, to everyone here is: What is one thing that you want your colleagues or your company to know about your experience and how they can possibly support you 
as you return to work. And it could be as tiny as, you know, give us a, a, a better a better room closer to the bathroom all the way to actually we want to start at 10 o'clock because we've got kids to take to school. Honk, would you like to go first? Yeah, so the if say the pick up only one thing to talk about, I think I would say the people when they're looking at the CV and if they realize there's a gap and they should not be put off by that point. So there is the mindset change. They should treat the people who's got the great uh, career break as same as the ones without. That would be the very starting point. Thank you so much. Stacey, what about yourself? For me, the biggest, biggest thing, because I've seen it so many times with friends and fortunately not, I didn't really happen to me as much, but people like to make assumptions. Um, you could be very career focused as a woman until you have a baby. Um, and then you hear comments like, oh, well, once you have the baby, you'll not be as fussed anymore. Once you have the baby, the baby will take up your time. Once you have the... You hear a lot of comments like that. Um, and as much as you, you kind of say to people, oh, well, perhaps that will be true. But, you know, I've been quite career focused up until this point. Um, so I, I'd quite like to stay focused on that, I, I think. You know, I, I hope to balance them both. Um, you don't necessarily get listened to. Um, pe- people nod. They nod along and go, oh, yeah, yeah. But, but you won't feel like that, um, is, is what I've seen kind of time and time again. So I think that's it. It's just... Don't assume that everyone's experience will be the same. There will be mothers or there'll be women who have babies and don't return to work. There'll be women who have babies and return to work as soon as they can. Like there'll be a whole spectrum. So really do speak to these people and listen to what they're saying and go with it until they say otherwise. I think that would be my my kind of biggest advice for companies. It's so interesting. I've started watching this Netflix show called Working Moms. And in episode one, that's genuinely the the episode is there's three or four different mothers who have three or four different experiences. And it's so obvious how their experiences are dismissed, but people seem to appropriate their experiences through their own lens and say, well, actually, Stacey, I think this is what you really meant. And you're like, no, this is actually what I mean. Oh, yeah, but I, this is what I heard, Stacey. So this is what I'm going to do. And you know what? It's just a common women in tech problem, which I believe is just amplified because you're a mom. And, you know, it's I I think talking about this is making me kind of mad. (laughs) And I don't have I don't even have a baby. Shama, please, please jump on. Um, I was going to say that, you know, the one thing to remember is that, you know, the my brains haven't turned to mush just because I went away for a year to have a baby because it happened to me. I came back after maternity leave and I was told, oh, you know, we're moving you from the development team to the support team. And where my skills aren't used, my experience isn't used. And that's when my imposter syndrome kicked in. And it took years. It took years for me to change jobs, go somewhere. And people actually treated me as a skilled person for me to actually think, wow, okay, no, wait, I am a skilled person. Um... So, like, yeah, I'm determined that if anyone on my team goes on maternity leave, that's definitely not going to be their experience when they come back. Yeah, so I just want to add it. Um, there's two things. One is going back to Stacey's point, very interesting, because I always uh, making jokes like any moms can be managers. 
because they are already managing their family. They're managing their kids in the daily routines. They got the basic skills already. You know, why not? So, and, and second point is,、uh, I think going back to what we talk about, you know, celebrating the welcoming the,、um, the moms coming back to the career. I guess what I wanted to say is that there's two sides. One is the company need to do a lot more work to make the moms welcoming. On the other side, the moms must realize that there is a gap. So what sort of、um, efforts or what you expect? How do you to, to, to narrow that gap? That's really important. You may, you have to set your expectation right. So for example, you may need to do, put more effort in, do some training to catch up, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So it does need to be,、uh, I think,、uh, yeah, it need to be the work from both sides. And I think that, that probably will make the, make the whole thing is much easier. We've shared so many experiences about returning to work and even thinking about having kids. Can anyone share a positive experience of when we've been able to equate returning to work, like returning back from a holiday or returning back from that gap year and how it's really helped your progression or your promotion rather than hindered it? So I, I could come in on that, Sonia. I left to have my little boy in, well, end of August, September 2019. But during 2019, I was actually promoted、uh, whilst I was about six months pregnant.、Um, it was, yeah, it was a great experience.、Uh, no one really seemed to care so much that I was pregnant. They cared that I had the results that showed that I was ready for promotion. So I went, went away on maternity. I came back a year later. So I came back September 2020. I was very clear about the career progression that I wanted to go after. And was very supported in that. So、um, I, I set out what I needed to learn, what, what did I need to improve in my skills.、Um, my manager supported you know, making, making those changes, growing those, that skill set.、Um, and then I found out a few months after coming back that I was actually pregnant again.、Um, and I've continued to work towards that promotion and can, can honestly say that recently I have just been offered the promotion. So this will be my second one. Um, I've, be, I've just been offered the promotion into the, the next role, the role that I've been working towards. And again, I've actually been offered it when I was six months pregnant. So I, I, I mean, I couldn't speak more highly of Capital One and the, and the managers here because no one cared that I took a year out or that I was pregnant or anything like that. They cared that I could do the job,、uh, that I had the results,、um, and that basically I was the right person for, for the position. Thank you so much. There is still a lot of work to do, but I personally have learned so much from this conversation, so I can only thank you. And I hope that our listeners have also learned so much as well. That's a wrap on this week's episode. To find out more, visit jobs.capitalone.co.uk. I'd like to thank all of our guests today and wish everyone who was planning to have a child, thinking about raising a family, and returning to work best of luck. Thank you so much. you